playing now. Okay. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today, whether it's morning, noon, afternoon, or evening where you are. Thank you for giving up your time. We've actually got a jam-packed session here for the next 55 minutes or so. So I hope you get a lot out of it. Uh, so I have a lot to share. So we've had some really great speakers in the last few days. I've really enjoyed listening to them. So let's crack on with the show. Hope you've got a pen and paper at hand. Or if you're one of those people that type notes into your smartphone, I hope you've got your smartphone there handy. Okay, so let's get this. Why listen to me? I've got 40 years experience in the markets, MBA qualification. I've run a fund for 10 years, 10 years experience working at the Mad Hedge Fund Trader, 30 years of ESL teaching experience, that's teaching English to foreigners, 10 years as an office administrator in a hospital in Australia, one year as a cowgirl in Windora in the Australian Outback, and one year baking treats for a coffee shop in Hearn Bay, which of course has nothing to do with trading in the markets, but I just thought I'd add it in there anyway. So, okay, a little bit about me. I grew up in Toowoomba, Queensland, Australia. Toowoomba is Queensland's largest inland city, about two hours' drive from the golden beaches of that state. It holds country charm and is known as the Garden City with many parks and gardens and an annual Carnival Flowers Spring event, which has held in September. So on the bottom there is the house I grew up in. And on the top, you can see a view um, down the range toward Brisbane, the capital city of Queensland, uh, and people go to Picnic Point for this beautiful vantage view and uh, have beautiful barbecues on the weekend. Uh, to the left are two of the pets I grew up with, Lucy the Dash Hound and Pepper the Beautiful Black and White Cat. So let's go on. So after leaving school, I was sent to the outback as a Jillaroo or a cowgirl. My mother was always trying to push me out of my comfort zone. So apart from riding horses, mustering cattle, fencing, assisting cook feed the jackaroos, I also helped two children with their schoolwork. Windora was a one-shop, one-pub, two-tennis-court town. For fun, we watched movies that were screened against the house and played polo matches on the weekend and enjoyed barbecues. No technology here, but it was really great fun. Came back to the city and got a job in the Toowoomba Hospital as an administration officer in the Psychiatric and Alcohol and Drug Unit. And my goodness, what I saw there was enough to turn me off alcohol for good. I started studying for my Bachelor of Arts as a mature age student while working at the hospital. And I studied for the next 10 years and ended my years of study with an MBA. And there's my qualification on the right. Okay. My mother introduced me to the stock market when I was in my teens. Wasn't I lucky? Her rule was very simple. Buy shares and never sell them. Never sell your capital only use what that capital makes. So that's what I did. I started buying shares in my early 20s. I held my stocks through every market downturn we have had, yes, even 08, and at market bottoms, I just bought more. Now I advise others how to do this, but one of the biggest obstacles to successful trading is your psychology. I mean, trading is really about 80% psychology. Buy low, the sell high thing. We are absolutely hardwired to do the opposite. Fear and greed take over. So if you had someone telling you when to buy and when to sell, would that absolutely make a difference? So my learned skills gave me freedom. These are skills that nobody can take away from you. All sorts of things are possible. A home you want, school or college for your children, a holiday, regular income. So with the funds I made, I sent my son to a private prep boarding school in the UK. 
He spent five years there and absolutely loved his now 17 going on 18, and he still talks about it. Without the action I took, this would never have been possible. And this is him, uh, Alex, on his first day at Ludgrove, aged eight. Okay, let's go on here. Okay, this is the school he went to, Ludgrove. It's in Wokingham in Berkshire in the UK. And these were the fees, £9,364 per term. There were three terms in the year, and that would equate to around $20,000, 20000 Australian dollars per term. So how on earth did I get to do to do this, to do all, buy these homes, sell my child to, uh, sell, send my child to a wonderful college and have wonderful overseas trips? Well, this is how I made the money. I will show you. Oops, now I've lost it. I've got it. Okay. By following the advice which gives this performance, 92.45% trailing one-year return versus 8.51% for the S&P 500, 48.15% average annualized return versus 2.5 times the S&P 500. And this is how it's possible to do the things you want to do if you follow the advice and you get this performance. Oops. So let's have a look what's going on in the markets. We did not get a major pullback during the summer break. More likely there was a time correction going on in tech. And we believe it will be the next leg of the bull market. It will, will lead it actually. The next dip, the next big dip is the one you want to buy. There's about 5.6 trillion in cash sitting on the sidelines waiting to get into the market. We think that bonds may have found a flaw. 10-year yields hit new 16-year highs at 4.38%. Investors should be positioning for the next bull run in commodities, energy, and industrials. Precious metals and commodities should be at the top of that buy list. Housing is starting a comeback. The target for oil is 100 or more. But let the market come to you. Definitely don't chase it. Okay, so this is a chart of the S&P 500 from 1915 up to 2023. And what is the general trend? Is it up or down? So if you'd been investing consistently over that period, or even in the last 50 years, 40 years, 30 years, I mean, you would have continual growth in your portfolio. So don't start selling out at the bottom of these moves because then you'll miss out on the trend upwards. But we always get after a down move. Okay, here's returns in the S&P 500 index from 1915 to 2019, much more green than red. Wouldn't you agree? And the average returns from 2012 to 2021 have been 14.8%. So the buy and hold investors are far more likely to earn the best returns over long periods of time. Okay, stock market terminology. Does it put you off trading? I mean, do you think you have to know it all before you start? Um, that is absolutely ridiculous. You don't need to know it all before you start. I didn't know it all. Um, there is masses of training on our site and info to help you out with this uh, when you subscribe. Oops. Okay, so what will it be? Bond says higher rates for longer. Technology says a soft landing. Gold, commodities, energy and industrials say a hard landing and it's in the price. So, so there's still really no consensus of what we're going to get as yet. The global economy, Powell has spoken, and it is now clear that rates will stay higher for longer. 
Does this mean that the Fed will raise by 2.25% or just pause rate hikes and then leave them where they are for a while? The effects of the COVID-19 pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the climate crisis and rapidly shifting macroeconomic conditions are clouding the economic outlook. US Treasury yields have reached a high of 4.38%, the highest in 16 years. The labour market has been quite resilient and actually could be key. There are worker shortages in many businesses. Fed officials have indicated that they will raise rates at subsequent meetings if warranted. Global growth is forecast to slow from 3.1% in 2022 to 2.3% in 2023, and then rebound to 3.1% in 2024. The world economy could face the risk of a prolonged period of subpar growth. In 2023, economic activity is expected to stagnate. The expectation is for rising unemployment and falling inflation. Interest rates are projected to remain high initially and then gradually decrease in the next few years as inflation continues to slow. Although inflation is falling, it is settling at elevated levels. So the exact path of interest rates going forward is unclear. And also, if you think about the Energizer Bunny, that is the American consumer that has been spending over the last couple of years with COVID relief bonuses, but that battery now may be starting to run low. Also, student loan payments have resumed this month, and there's a high delinquency rate uh, happening in credit card debt. And also, uh, a new variant of COVID is starting to make people sick and hospitalised. Uh, admissions are running high again, and the implications of this are yet unknown. The overall effects of climate change on economic growth will most likely be negative in the long run. There will be winners and losers. Global warming will primarily influence economic growth through damage to property, infrastructure, lost productivity, mass migration, and security threats. The balance between winners and losers will also likely turn increasingly negative as temperatures rise. And of course, the war in Europe has compounded pre-existing adverse global economic trends, including rising inflation, extreme poverty, increasing food insecurity, deglobalization, and worsening environmental degradation. Stocks, we're waiting for a big dip to buy. And have, there have been no trades here. We are just sitting on cash. We are waiting for the Fed to make its next move. And we're also waiting for the inflation read on September the 10th, which may uh, result in a sharp reversal. Berkshire Hathaway hosts record profits with profits up 38%. We want to position you and ourselves for a bull market in commodities and precious metals. But we always say beware of the black swan. Okay, over the summer vacation, uh, my son and I went to Europe and this is my son and I in front of the Thames in Twickenham. Uh, going for a stroll in the evening. Okay, this is the S&P 500 chart and we are expecting a pullback to around this level before a run higher to around the 480 by the end of 2023. Of course, we could get down to the 380 level um, if dire economic, maybe if the inflation number turns um, very hot, becomes very hot. Okay, let's see if it's to run... Okay, if you want protection for your stocks, uh, you buy the SDS. Uh, it's great insurance to have to protect your portfolio against a downturn. Okay, and this is the VIX, the Volatility Index. 
It's very low and could actually go lower, uh, which means there is not much to do at the moment, but it could get a major shakeup in the next few months. Here's the NASDAQ. Uh, it had a time correction over this summer period, but the structure is still bullish for now. Okay, a bit of retail therapy for me in Italy over my summer break. Okay, we run a barbell portfolio. Half of it is in big tech and half of it is in 25% in his domestic recovery. Railroads, airlines, cruise lines, couriers, steel companies, banks, commodities, construction, credit card companies, hotels, casinos, and online ticket sales. Boeing uh, has been one of our favorite stocks for a while. As you can see from April, it had a long sideways move consolidation and recently uh, had an up move in August. Uh, eventually, our target is 250 and it could be 450 in the long run. The aircraft has moved virtually nowhere this year, as you can see, despite getting a 450 airplane order from Air India and a 300 plane order from Ryanair. Okay, let's move into financials. We love the banks and we absolutely loaded the boat at the bottom of the banking crisis in March. And that brought in some great performance numbers for us. They're hugely overcapitalized, now moving into online banking and closing their expensive, expensive branch networks to cut costs. And there could be more takeovers of regional banks by the big banks. I mean, now banks don't want you in their physical buildings, but they still want your money, of course. Okay, JP Morgan Chase uh, is a solid play here. Uh, had, had a great takeover deal of First Republic, which has given them an extra $3 billion annually. Okay, Goldman Sachs is a solid buy. It's uh, recently revised US recession chances down to 15%, uh, which is not in agreement with other analysts I've listened to. And it also seen its investment revenue decline by about 20% in second quarter of 2023. But all these charts here on the, fine, the banks are similar. You can see these sideways movements from about April to about August. Morgan Stanley is another quality play. The CEO, James Gorman, steps down in a year. And Morgan Stanley has also cut 2% of its global workforce uh, recently. Visa is the no-lose play in the credit card processing area. It's another big winner of inflation because when prices rise, credit card feeds automatically rise. Travel and daily expenses are put on credit cards, right? We all do it. In a nutshell, Visa has caught the exploding online commerce COVID-19 recovery. We're looking for about 300 uh, as a target for this stock. Berkshire Hathaway is looking for new highs. It's basically the one-stop barbell portfolio. And as I said, it posted great profits, 38%. It has heavy weightings in the banks and in industrials, and they're the largest outside owner of Apple. We're looking for about 400 a share. And actually, our leaps are up 350% on this stock. Caterpillar is a play on infrastructure development and housing and agricultural investment. It's in actually buy territory right now, and it's raised its dividend by 50%. So it's a great buy too. Freeport McMoran is a play on the coming copper crisis and is a great buy here. You realise you need 200 pounds of copper for every EV, and there's virtually no new supply coming on stream. Nobody's invested in copper for a new copper production in about 10 years, so it's in great buy territory. US Steel is a play on the commodity boom. A bidding war breaks out, taking the stop up 50% and our leaps up 101%. 
And believe, believe it, we took the profits very quickly. Delta Airlines, travel is back. Airports are packed and planes are full. There's not a spare seat on any flight that I did over our, our, our vacation. So this gives the airline good support. Emerging markets, we're waiting for a weak dollar and it's a sector for the long term, but we may have to, might have to wait for that weak dollar play in 2024. Okay, this is a view of Florence from our hotel uh, at sunset. Couldn't resist that photo. Okay, the second half of the barbell portfolio bets on a massive drop in interest rates and the global economic recovery to begin in 2024. So here's the NASDAQ Composite Index. Uh, it actually could rise to about 15,800 or even 16,000. And we've been buying every dip since last October last year. And here's the weekly chart of the NASDAQ. We may reach 15,800 or even 16,000 in this bull run before the market pauses. And if we get up to around 16,000, that's when I'd be buying um, insurance to cover my portfolio. Uh, that's when it's cheap. Okay, Microsoft is a big leader here. You can see the big time correction over the summer period. Uh, the pandemic drove a huge rise in PC sales and gaming. We're looking for 400 uh, for this stock by the end of this year or early next year. And of course, if you're wanting a piece of AI and are not sure how to invest in it, buy Microsoft. As we know, it invested 13 billion in OpenAI Chat GPT, but just use the product. You bought Microsoft Office to enhance your business rather than purely invest uh, with Microsoft the stock. Okay, Apple is another big winner. It's actually a giant cash machine, but it actually may be topping out here. Uh, it's a major buyer of its own stock and they have 250 billion in cash and we're targeting 200 for Apple by the end of the year. Okay, Amazon uh, soared on its earnings beat and you can also see the consolidation here over the summer. Massive investment in AI pays big dividends for Amazon. We're looking for 150 in Amazon. And again, all these big techs are major players in artificial intelligence, which has been the theme of the year. Google has just had a big leap because of their AI tools. It has a near monopoly with 92% of all searches and 15% of all those are for travel. But now we see, um, have you seen DuckDuckGo being advertised uh, promising more privacy than Google? I wonder if that'll be some competition. Salesforce is the dominant player in the customer relationships management on the cloud. They have had major staff cuts and cost cutting, but we're still looking for 285 for this stock. Oops. Okay, Tesla. Tesla's in the middle of a price war, uh, but they are the overwhelming dominant leader in EVs. If you include the federal subsidies, Tesla now holds the number one and the number two spots in the California car market. There are some rumblings about a new factory opening in India, uh, and the Cybertruck is coming out at the end of the year, so the stock price should reflect that new product. Uh, our long-term target for Tesla is 1,000, and our very, very long-term target is 10,000. NVIDIA exploded to the upside on its earnings and has recently made new all-time highs. It's another play if you want to be involved in AI. It's expanding into that space at a rapid rate, and our target for this stock is $1,000 a share. Hello Artwell Networks, hacking never goes out of style, so it's one you always want to have in your portfolio. OK, 
Okay, Rom, uh, if you want a basket of tech stocks and you don't want to buy single tech stocks, uh, this is the ETF to own. Disney, uh, Disney's flat. We don't want to touch it here. Parks are packed. Streaming earnings down almost 158 million in quarter one. Okay, Alex and I visited New York and this is the Broadway district and we went and enjoyed a show. Michael Jackson was lots of fun. Okay, Bonds. We're searching for a double bottom on the TLT. 10-year Treasury yields hit a new 16-year high at 4.38%, and yields are influenced by short-term interest rates set by the Fed and inflation. US budget deficit climbing again, increasing bond sales. Falling interest rates, rising bond prices may be delayed for a while younger yet. We may have to wait till next year. So we need to buy TLT, call spreads, and leaps on big dips. You could park some funds in 90-day T-bills, which are earning 5.31% risk-free yield. And also junk bonds are another way to participate with a much higher yield. You need to look here at JNK and HYG. Okay, here's the TLT chart. And we are looking for uh, a double bottom here around the 93 or 92 area before we issue any trade alerts. Here's the yield. We expect to peak around here and gradually decline, although depending on what the inflation number is and what the Fed does, we could get a higher low and it could surge higher for a little longer. Okay, junk bonds, J&K offering 6.5% yield, so a great stock to own for income. Okay, this is what my son thought of uh, after a long hike we did. Uh, but the reward was this beautiful sunset over the Golden Gate Bridge, which was well worth it in the end. Okay, foreign currencies. The Fed gives another adrenaline shot for the US, taking it to new 2023 highs. And I think this rally will continue in the medium term. The yen is headed for multi-year lows at 150. Investors have, have gone to safe haven short-term investments. Higher for longer delays first rate cut to March or even June next year. US dollar is now a 2024 story. The Aussie dollar collapse prompted by slowing Chinese economy, not buying their energy or commodities. And really, the Aussie dollar could even fall to around 60 or even below. It's around uh, about 64 at the moment. Uh, so after the currencies continue falling and we get a, a top in the uh, US dollar, you want to buy the euro, Australian dollar, British pound on big dips. And the strong currencies will also deliver major markets in emerging market stocks, EEM and CEW. So this is the Aussie dollar. And as I said, it could get down to 62 or 60 uh, before it's a big buy. And it will be going to one to one with the US dollar in the next year or two. And the Aussie economy with their major commodity exports and food exports is essentially a call option on the recovery of a global economy. And the best way to play that is by buying FXA. Okay, this is the Japanese yen and it will continue to weaken for the medium term and could reach 150. This is the euro. Uh, it will also continue to weaken for the medium term and we are looking for a 25% gain Uh the end of this year or early next year through even though World War Three is happening on their doorstep. Okay, this is the British pound and like like the other currencies, it will weaken before new strength. And we're looking for about 15% uh, upside 
It's lost 10% of that performance to Brexit, which will probably be a drag on the economy for the next 10 years or so. Emergent market currencies are a great weak dollar play. And for that weak dollar story, you may have to wait until next year. Okay, this is me enjoying, enjoying lunch in a beautiful outdoor restaurant in Italy. And uh, it was a fabulous, beautiful, sunny day in Venice, I believe. Okay, energy and commodities. Energy and commodities are close to breakout territory. Natural gas is trading at a higher range, awaiting breakout. Russian output down 800,000 barrels per day since January due to sanctions and sinking tankers. Unilateral Saudi $1 million billion barrel per day cut in June worked. Oil is now trading at new higher range of 76 to 85 or 86 now. China expects LNG price spike later this year due to coming shortages and a recovering economy. Germany accelerates move towards alternatives and hopes to get 80% of its electricity from solar and wind by 2030. So we're suggesting to buy energy on big dips. Sorry about that. Okay, so here's oil and the structure is very bullish and also the cross of the moving average is a bullish uh, indicator as well. So as I said, we're looking for $100 in oil or more. Okay, here's Occidental Petroleum. Uh, we've got two-year leaps on Oxy and also Buffett's a big buyer of this stock as well. We purchased those leaps at around 57, so we're up uh, nearly $10 on those leaps already. Ah, oh, natural gas. Uh, we have 2025 leaps on natural gas and targeting a double from here. So we're suggesting to buy UNG on dips. And you can see that enormous sideways consolidation movement from April. So that's a great precursor to a breakout to the upside. Okay, Cameco, the uranium play. We want you to accumulate this on dips. This is going to be a long-term play. Uh, uranium demand is surging with the nuclear renaissance, and now the US is restarting plutonium production for the first time in 20 years. So the government is about to become a major buyer of uranium. So buy on big dips. Oops, sorry about that. Okay, this is me hiking in the Alps. I forgot my hat that day, so I wrapped a scarf around my head to protect myself from the sun. But it was a beautiful day. Precious metals, pals higher for longer, punches the air out of the metals rally. Uh, gold could get down to 1900 or even toward 1800 before its next big bull run. Interest rate rises in Europe and Australia aren't helping either. Massive shortages in silver developing. Demand is up 20, in 2023 to 1.21 million ounces. EV makers are running up against supply shortages. And to meet ambitious production forecasts, metals production must triple quickly. So silver is now really an industrial commodity, while gold is still a precious metal used for jewellery, investment and central bank reserves. So big moves will be seen in copper, aluminium, silver, chromium and lithium. Russia and China are still stockpiling gold to avoid Western sanctions. And lithium prices have dropped by half, which is why Tesla has cut prices several times this year. Collapsing interest rates will be the big story here next year. Okay, so we could say here gold is at a crossroads. I mean, you can see here there is a head and shoulders on this gold chart. And before the major precious metals rally, uh, gold could fall to near 1800. Uh, but then you actually buy with both hands. 
Okay, this is a yearly chart on gold. And uh, you can see the movement of gold through the Elliott Wave analysis here. And the target for gold is in the low 3000s, but we may not get there until late 2024 or even 2025. Okay, here's gold, the gold chart and uh, sideways movement again during the summer months, but it's the upside is where we are heading. Here's Barrett Gold. If you want to be the want to buy the world's largest gold miner, it's Barrett Gold. We see Barrick moving up to $50 by the end of 2023 or into early 2024. And we put on Barrick Gold leaps toward the end of last year, and they're probably up around 500% by now. And the same with Newmont Mining. Silver is another big play. It's roughly has roughly two times the volatility of gold. We're targeting $50 an ounce by the end of this year or into early 2024. Wheat and precious metals is another solid play here which you should be buying on big dips. Okay, that's uh, enjoying the beach during the summer months, Newport Beach, great a new, great, great day, great sunset, but the water is too cold for me. Okay, so what do we do about all this? Stocks, we buy the big dips at the bottom of the range, sell big rallies to hedge holdings, bonds, buy dips, sell extreme rallies, commodities, buy dips, currencies, sell dollar rallies and buy currencies, Precious metals, buy dips. Energy, buy dips. Volatility, sell short over 30. Real estate, buy dips. Okay, so can you see yourself doing this all by yourself? In the next 10 years, the investment space will look absolutely unrecognizable. Will you be able to get the latest updates? Do you know the difference between winners and losers? Are you going to stay in cash? Would you like some help? I mean, this is what Buffett says. He says, today, people who hold cash equivalents feel comfortable. And of course, that's right. They have opted for a terrible long-term asset, he says, one that pays virtually nothing and is certain to depreciate in value. Okay, so do you want to see a constant sea of red marks on your screen and be like a bear with a sore head and join the 99% of traders who lose money? Or... Would you like to gain financial independence like me and quit your job and trade from anywhere, anytime and supplement your retirement income by booking winning trades? This was my son running along the beach in Dubai a few years ago. Okay, so the fact is that most traders lose money and they don't have the grit to stick with it for the long term. They don't have the discipline. They don't have the training and Wall Street is always about squashing the novice. The real secret is to get educated. So let us help you be on the winning side and be in the top of that pyramid of the 1% of traders. Okay, this Stanley Druckenmiller, uh, one of the greatest traders and investors, shows here how human psychology can interfere with even the best system and knowledge. And this is why we are guided by AI at Mad Hedge Fund Trader. This was an excerpt uh, from his experience in early 2000 when we had the tech wreck, remember? So I'm just going to read this out. So I'll never forget it. January of 2000, I go into Soros's office and I say, I'm selling all the tech stocks. Okay. He was he managed George Soros's money from 1988 to 2000. This is crazy at 104 times earnings. This is nuts. Just kind of, as I explained earlier, we're going to step aside, wait for the net fat pitch. 
I didn't fire the two gun slingers. They didn't have enough money to really hurt the fund, but they started making 3% a day and I'm out. It is driving me nuts. I mean, their little account is like up 50% on the year. I think quantum was up seven. I'm, it's just sitting there. So like around March, I could feel it coming. I just, I just had to play. I couldn't help myself. And three times during the same week, I pick up a phone. Don't do it. Don't do it. Anyway, I pick up the phone finally. I think I missed the top by an hour. I bought six billion worth of tech stocks. And in six weeks, I had left Soros and I had lost three billion in that one play. You asked me what I learned. I didn't learn anything. I already knew that I what I was supposed to do that. I was just an emotional basket case and couldn't help myself. So maybe I learned not to do it again, but I already knew that. Okay, so on the right here, we, do we say we think the markets are crazy? No, I think it's the opposite, as Druckenmiller showed here. We drive the markets crazy by our behavior with the markets in our buying and selling behavior. So this is why we rely on our AI to stop us having the experience that Druckenmiller did. And this is our secret weapon, the Mad Hedge Predictor, a market timing index. It's an artificial intelligence-driven algorithm that analyzes 30 different economic, technical, and momentum-driven indicators and took a team of mathematicians a 1,000 hours of calculations to create. Anything approaching 80 is a strong sell, and anything approaching 20 is a strong buy. And the next move is likely to be back down in the 20s. This certainly might have helped Druckenmiller back in 2000. Okay, so why do you need an algorithm? Algorithms have become a dominant fixture in the market. You should never trade without one. It does the work of a 100-man research team department in seconds, runs real-time and optimizes returns, with the addition of every new data point far faster than a human can imagine. Algorithms provide you with a defined systematic trading discipline that will enhance your profits. Okay, so here's three years of proper predictor performance. You'll see at the top where it says extreme greed, we always sell. And at the bottom where it says extreme fear, we are always buyers. So this is again why you need an AI to help you stop doing what Druckenmiller did. Okay, so with, with the help of our AI service and our Mad Hedge Profit Predictor, one of our subscribers, Greg, turned 100,000 into 1.5 million. He bought a new home in Orange County, California with Tesla solar panels, Tesla Powerwalls, and a Tesla Model 3. And he still had enough money left over to send three kids to college. Okay, a few years ago, Alex and I went up to Lake Tahoe for a beautiful vacation there. And this is him on the Tahoe beach, looking out across the snowy mountains in the background. It was a beautiful autumn um, vacation. Okay, so the very long view. The 20s, 2020s and 2030s will be the easy ones as a global demographic wave brings on a new golden age. 85 million millennials, we will become big spenders over the next 15 years while 80 million baby boomers fade from the scene. We are at the beginning of an economic boom that will last another decade, starting in 2023. And technology will be the supercharger and it will impact all sectors. So think of health, finance, transport, agriculture, housing, defense, cybersecurity, retail. I could go on and on. 
quantum computing will have huge impacts on the tech industry and the world. We think of necrobotics now, which is turning dead things into robots. I mean, it's amazing. 3D printed bones, 3D printed cake, 3D printed eye tissue, and boom-free supersonic flight. Imagine traveling at 1,725 miles an hour. Energy storing bricks, so that will cut our heating bills in our homes. Artificial neurons on silicon chips, internet for everyone, finding cures for diseases. The impacts will be enormous. And the future of AI. So truck drivers will probably become a thing of the past by 2036. And this will have huge impact on transportation. I mean, think of uh, industries like UPS, FedEx, Uber, Lyft, Amazon. They have all have drivers delivering products to us. I mean, think of the retail salesperson in the future. We would no longer, when we do our weekly grocery shop or go to a shopping centre, we will have a robot to ask where a certain product is. There will be no checkout people. We will just load our cart and we will just walk out of the shop and it will scan it, scan our belongings that we've taken out and we will have a card um, connected to that business. And all human tasks, brain-computer interface allows humans to augment themselves, which will be by 2066. So the future is looking incredible. So, And all these industries, as I said, will be affected. But we may have a little bit of work to do with AI because if they say great when you say that I've been scammed, we've got a little way to go yet. Okay, technology and energy will also be impacted and we could see... um, the world building a power grid to span the world, which would be amazing. So who will show you how to play the next golden age? The Mad Hedge Fund Trader and Global Trading Dispatch. It's a top trade mentoring service, up 80 plus in a year. So if you follow our research and market beating trade alerts, you will rake in the profits. So let a jack of all trades steer you to big profits. We trade single stocks, options and ETFs for global equities, bonds, foreign exchange, energy, commodities, precious metals, and real estate. So this is a typical trading record, and this was taken from 2017 in January. So you can see we trade equity, fixed income, foreign exchange, and precious metals, having one loss there in an equity position. But that's a pretty typical month in uh, Global Trading Dispatch. Okay, so get into position for the next bull move in commodities and industrials and energy Get ready to bank some profits with Global Trading Dispatch as your guide. Okay, if you'd invested $1,000 10 years ago in these stocks here, this is what you would have made now. On the right, if you'd invested with us, uh, you would be sitting on similar profits or much, much more. I mean, we recommended NVIDIA at $38 in 2016. It's gone up 175 times. We recommended LAM Research. In 2016, at $51, it's gone up 10 times. We recommended Square at $10 in 2016. It's gone up 25 times. Moderna, we recommended at $15 in 2019. It's gone up 40 times. And Tesla, we recommended at $2.35 in 2012. And it's gone up 212 times. Okay, so with the Mad Hedge Global Trading Dispatch Service, You get instant trade alerts sent out at market sweet spots and all the reasons to execute them. Live bi-weekly strategy webinars with an interactive Q&A. 
special reports on urgent investment topics, invitations to strategy luncheons around the world, more educational videos and webinars than you could consume in a lifetime, and access to a 14-year database on investment ideas searchable by name or ticker symbol. It's basically a one-stop shop for individuals to understand their retirement position and add income. If you want to trade for a living, you get the financial education of a lifetime. For smaller institutions and financial advisors also, so we want you to get in before the next market melt-up begins. Okay, so when you subscribe, you will receive global market comments in a newsletter, which is issued five days a week. Oops. You'll also receive Mad Hedge Hot Tips, the five most important things that happened today. Okay, so for this service, we're not going to charge you $100,000. That's, that's what we charge our big hedge fund clients, and they're really happy to pay that because we make them millions and millions of dollars. We're not going to charge you $10,000, and that's what we charge our concierge clients who get our personal cell phone numbers. We're not even going to charge you $3,000, and that's the full price of our offer on our website. Here's the offer you can't refuse. Six months for just $9.97. That's a 66% discount off the full price. This is a limited time offer. We can only take 25 new subscribers at a time. So it's basically first come, first served. So we want you to make a choice to actually change your life and start bringing in some of that wonderful income. So click on the link in the chat box on the right. Let us make the money for you to pay for your subscription and you make the chain, the trades. Click on the link in the chat box on the right. It's the offer you can't refuse, six months for just $9.97. So click on that link in the chat box on the right. So if you buy now, you will instantly receive a trade alert with an extremely high probability of success that you can execute immediately and make some of the most serious money in your life. So don't leave good money on the table. 95% of these trade alerts make money. And here's the chart. Can you guess what this trade alert is? Is it a buy or is it a sell? You'll have to subscribe to find out. So click on that link. It's the offer you can't refuse, $9.97 for six months. So I'm just going to leave you with uh, a snapshot of our European vacation Uh which is possible because of the performance numbers that we get here at Mad Hedge Fund Trader. So as I play this, uh, as I play this, I'm going to let you fill out the application, and you will receive your mystery chart where you can action your trade alert. And I will have a look at some questions. I believe that will play. Okay. All right. So is there a 12 month option? Many people ask, yes, you'll be grandfathered in at this price. So at the end of six months, you can renew for the same $9.97 or upgrade to other services like our technology letter or biotech letter or to our concierge service, which is now $12,000 a year. There is a waiting list for our concierge service. We want to make sure you know what you're doing before you go to our higher levels. Uh, how do you trade when you're in Australia? I advise people to get up early in the morning to enter trades before the market closes. Put in a couple of entry uh, entries at different levels. And if you completely um, miss the trade, you can change your strike prices or you can change the expiration date. But we don't advise you to chase it. The risk reward will completely go against you. Okay, other questions here? 
what is the mindset you have when things don't go the way you expect? You must approach markets unemotionally. Mad Hedge has rigid stop loss rules. When they hit my stop loss, we are out and go on to the next trade. And that's easy to do when you know the next trade 95% of the time will be profitable. Risk control is one of the most important parts of asset management. So we have the risk controls of a major hedge fund and we also rely on our AI algorithm. Okay, so can I buy just stocks if I open a subscription with you? Yes, you certainly can. You can just buy a portfolio over time and consistently add to it. Okay, all right. So we're in just about finished here. So that was part of my European vacation. And I'll leave you with the three C's of life. Choices, chances, and changes. You must make the choice to take a chance if you want anything in life to change. Okay, let's look at some more questions here. I can get these questions up and chat. Okay, I think we're, we can see some subscriptions coming in. Okay, Rodney from Sydney, Australia. Thank you very much, Rodney, for your subscription. Uh, welcome to the community. Uh, John from Douglas. Uh, thank you, John, very, very much. I really hope you enjoy trading with us and learn a lot from us over the coming years. Uh, Tracy from Grand Junction, welcome. Okay, we're almost uh, heading toward our 25. So if you're still sitting on the fence wondering, get your order in before we shut down the store. We still have customers from our original offer 15 years ago. And if you come in for life at you come in for life at 997, so you won't have to pay any more than 997. And a lot of people have done exactly that. They just keep rolling over their 997 subscription year in, year out. So join our community and have fun while you learn, while you make money and change your life. Thank you very much for listening. Okay, David, I'll hand it back to you.